0: including death a podcast that is famous for being about the important things in life
1: that's all wrong but
0: no well it is a podcast in where I Dr. Patricia Brewer and my husband
1: uh, John Brewer
0: talk about scary movies yep but
1: that is correct
0: We are watching a good one tonight but first I want to do some spoilers for the movie a Boy called Christmas. <laughs> Which we watch tonight. So in in December, we do a fun thing for Advent in which, as a family, you know, you make... You, my husband, yeah, John, right. you make wonderful dinners for us, and we eat them actually at the couch. Usually, we eat them at the dinner table. Yes, we do. But in December, we eat them at the couch, and we watch movies together, and you and this year... Last year, we all picked them, and we knew what we were going to watch each day, but this year it's by random on this little like app you have in your phone. Do you know the name of the app that randomizes? Uh, I feel like as a family we ought to just advertise them just because they are so good to us. <laughs> they have caused good things in this family. We I, use it to help the kids get treats. It's just
1: called Random Picker.
0: Random Picker um, is the app that we use. And it's like a fun wheel and the kids get to pick the, the movie or whatever. And today was a boy called Christmas, which our youngest has been harping on for a long time. And it is so good. I cried about eight times, and I think it's the first one I actually cried at this Christmas season. um yes, yeah, I think that there are other Christmas movies that I do cry at at every single time, but there have been none this Christmas season that I've cried at so far and it is December twelfth currently. <laughs> hashtag the- recording on time yeah. That's I know. A,
1: that's not very often. <laughs> no.
0: No, it doesn't. But if you could turn your phone on silent, that would be that's awesome. That's what I was just doing. Yes, that would be great. So we're watching this movie. And, okay, this is spoilers. So if you want to watch A Boy Called Christmas, just suck it up and listen to me tell you and to you. It's great. You should watch it definitely with your kids. Or on your own. I loved it. I loved it. Anyway, so there is an old aunt that comes to, I guess, her nephew's place. And the mother has died. The nephew's wife has died. The kids are, you know, and they're not having a real Christmas this year. And she tells the story of Christmas to everybody. And it turns out that she is one of the characters in the story. It's not giving away too much. But she's their aunt. Do you know what that implies, John?
1: Yeah, that they have a, a some amount of uh, magical bloodline.
0: No, John. When someone is your aunt, what is their relation to you?
1: That's your parent's sibling.
0: Yes, and did this truth fairy have any siblings in the movie we just saw? Uh,
1: not, not that they went into.
0: So somehow this magical creature is still in this family... But she's their aunt and not, like, great-great-great-great-grandma. Okay. John's currently going through his emails instead of engaging with his wife
1: no,
0: I... on this very important speculation. Now, does this mean that this movie was not very good? No, I loved it. Everyone should watch it, not assume it's misplaced. she's, like,
1: a thousand years old.
0: She's a thousand years old. 10 out of 10 would recommend. What, how, what would you rate A ch- uh, a Child Called Christmas? Uh,
1: four? Five?
0: Amongst... Out of 10 for Christmas movies? This is not horror movie index. This is Chris out of the Christmas movies that we've seen. We've seen 24 of them. Or we will be seeing 24.
1: Uh, I don't know.
0: Would it be top five or... No. Wow. Wow. Okay, so someone wasn't paying a lot of attention to this movie we just saw. But maybe there is something that we can do. We have a a new movie that we're watching. Okay, that's also really great that you're doing that on the camera.
1: There's no camera here. Okay.
0: We have a new movie we're watching, and it is Children of the Corn. Who wrote that?
1: Well, Stephen King wrote the short story.
0: Ah, it's so good, though.
1: It is... It's very good. Can
0: you tell us a little bit about the the movie version Children of the Corn, which came out in nineteen eighty four, a year before I was born? Yeah. Oh. Come on. <laughs> tell me about <laughs> Sorry, it.
1: Sorry, I was on the wrong page.
0: Keeping me you're keeping your secrets, huh? And now you're highlighting everything, the computer's freaking out. Yeah. What is this movie about, John? You're just it's going, now you've gotten ch- the actor's page.
1: It's about a young couple trapped in a remote town where yeah. a dangerous religious cult of children Ooh. believes that everyone over age of 18 must be killed.
0: I mean, that sounds like a good plan. Okay, yeah. tell me more about it.
1: Well, it stars Peter Horton and Linda okay. Hamilton.
0: Linda Hamilton, she's in Terminator.
1: Well, all right. I'm glad you're getting excited about it. R.G. Armstrong and John Franklin. Nice. It was directed by Fritz Kirsch. Okay. And uh, George Goldsmith wrote the screenplay okay. from the Stephen King short story.
0: Man, I hope Stephen King makes good money out of this. Because, like, what writer has had more movies made out of his works besides Shakespeare? Well, there's
1: some of them. Like, there's been movies that he sold the screenplay for for, like, a dollar just because he wanted to see it as a movie. Really? Yeah. Like what? I can't remember which one it was, but there was a couple. I know Dreamcatcher, he did Super Cheap. I think that might be the one he sold for a dollar.
0: Is that the one that had, like, weirdly um, Robin Williams in it? No. There's a Robin Williams movie where he's a serial killer that I'd really like to see.
1: Oh, yeah, that was a one-hour photo. I haven't seen it yet. That was not a Stephen King.
0: No? Okay.
1: No. That movie starred, well, it didn't star, but Jason Lee was in it. Okay, which is why I loved it. Okay. Cuz Jason Lee is my favorite actor.
0: One of these days we have to watch that film. Okay. Should we go on the list. Yeah. Cuz it's on that it's horror thriller, right? Yeah. We've never course. really established in this podcast the distinction between a horror and a film and a thriller. Yeah, we did. Did we? I know at the beginning we did, but like they're kind of the same like Stephen King has written so many different genres and they're horror, thriller, fantasy sometimes.
1: Yeah, I think it goes into horror when it's gory slash bloody and or supernatural.
0: Okay. Because, like, Cujo, I just finished reading. Cujo,
1: I would consider it a horror because there's blood and gore in it.
0: Yeah, it's horror because there's blood and gore, but it's just really a dog that has rabies. But at the same time, this little boy has had, like, like it has a nightmare creature that is Cujo that lives in his closet and that's, like, foreshadowing to the death. Yeah. But, unfortunately, that's not good enough to stop him from fucking dying, and no one should ever read Cujo.
1: Oh, spoiler. It's
0: really good, though. You guys should read Cujo.
1: <laughs> it's a spoiled the end of the Cujo book.
0: I'm sorry. I spoiled it, everybody. So, you want to tell me more about the Children of the Corn?
1: Oh, uh, it's uh, 5.6 on IMDb.
0: That's not very high.
1: It's not, and it gets not worse. Not even
0: for horror.
1: It gets worse when I go to Rotten Tomatoes. Oh, Yeah. Where it has a critic score of a 36%.
0: Fuck a duck.
1: An audience of 40.
0: That's bad. Are we about to watch a bad movie? I don't know. Because the short story is really spooky, but it's also
1: really short. I liked this movie when I watched it in yep. probably 1986. Okay. When I was a child. Okay. But uh, we can go to the critics and see what they said. What do
0: the critics say? I trust critics implicitly.
1: Okay. Here's a positive one. This corn-fed, <laughs> sometimes corny study of outlandish religious zealotry taps into urban anxieties about the bible belt before restoring adult order after a halloween of kitty chaos
0: you know it's interesting this like the urban anxiety about the south like after especially like during the time of like deliverance and like being from the south but from like city areas of the south this is like a nod thing for me
1: yeah and here's another positive one that i think sums it up pretty well its dated look reminds us that horror movies were once made with only a camera and buckets of character <laughs> syrup, not marketable teed models and computer-generated effects. That's
0: true. Let's tell me, let's put the other side of this. The negative ones? Yeah, let's hear what they have to say. Let's give the people their due.
1: A promising pres- premise is ultimately no match for slapdash visual effects Dunderheaded protagonist. <laughs>
0: Dunderheaded. And
1: amateurish performances from some of the younger actors. Oh,
0: no. They're younger
1: actors. Okay,
0: that's a shitty thing to say that a younger actor's amateurish. Fuck that guy, first of all.
1: Yeah. And someone says, send us to the cornfield, Anthony. That's where it belongs, after all.
0: Okay. Who the
1: fuck, which the fuck Anthony? is
0: Anthony? the good director? Nope. Who's Anthony? I is this know. like a line from the movie? Maybe. I gotta say, though. Like, I understand the critique of a bad child actor, but I also feel like it's kind of shitty to complain about child actors because they're just children. Okay. Even it's, though I complain most about child actors. Okay. It's
1: a look, it has to be said corny, B-horror flick, with a certain je ne what the fuck about it.
0: Then why is it a Rotten Tomato? I don't know. A B-flick with a je ne what the fuck about it? That sounds awesome.
1: It's, I'm Sure. But here's, And here's one more. I'll do one more. Okay, negatively. one more. One more. Children of the Corn is memorable, but more as an idea, a feeling, rather than an actual film. It's one of the scary films you saw as a kid, and when you rewatch it, you wonder when the scene that scared you so much pops up, but it never does.
0: It's because there's eight Children of the Corn, and it's like all of them are one movie oh, there's in your more,
1: brain. there's more than eight.
0: Okay, so, but tell me, John, this is such an interesting thing, because this is a short story. Right, this is just a There's short story so many
1: of the Stephen King movies were short stories.
0: I know, and it's like that. but his short stories are so good and I wonder if that you know, a movie we think that a book would lend itself better in a movie, but a book has to like like Stephen King is the master of creating characters. Like reading Cujo, you have a, a female character who cheats on her husband in it. And yet, she's the hero, in a way. But she's also kind of shitty to her son sometimes. But then, kills a fucking rabbit dog with half of a baseball bat through his fucking brain. Because she wants to save her son. Even though she doesn't get to save her son. So, it's like, he he's complicated. And he sees people as complicated. And that's what he does with Cujo. And these short stories, I guess, it's like, you have to just truncate these amazing characters he makes into 2 hours and the only way you could do that is do something where he's only given you a little bit about the characters.
1: Yeah, well the the a lot of the Stephen King stuff works better as like a mini series. Yes. Like the stand and the original it when they could put them as 8 hours long. Yeah. Or like the Dark Tower I haven't seen the Dark Tower movie yet, but people said it was just it was too short.
0: You know what's funny? Like I, I looked at that today with people complaining on Reddit today about like what the question on Reddit on like Reddit was what movie should not have been a movie? And it was that the Dark Tower series apparently was a movie and not I, a miniseries. I don't
1: think it was the series. It was just the first book.
0: No, oh, Cause really? Because, like, movie. people were complaining because it's like it shouldn't even even have been eight movies. It should have been, like, a miniseries or nothing at all. But I think about, like, The Stand, and I was talking to my mother today or yesterday about our, about Stephen King. And, you know, The Stand for so many people in my family... They read The Stand, like, every year, like, or, the, or every other year. Like, The Stand's this really important thing. And they have this... They, they love the miniseries, and they've seen other products of it. But for them, Harold is not someone that they really think about. Even though, for me, he's like this, like, I hate him so much. It's going to be a while before I can read The Stand as good as The Stand is. So I was talking to my mom, and she's like, you know, I love reading The Stand, but I do kind of skim through the parts where they're in Nevada. And I'm like, but for me, it's like that with anything involving Harold. Where she's like, I've got to get through this as fast as possible because I cannot stand it. And, yeah.
1: We will have to visit the newer miniseries of that, too.
0: I'm looking forward to that. Okay, so back to uh, Children of the Corn. John, I don't know if this is appropriate for me. Can you tell me if there's any, is there any guidance on whether or not I should be allowed to watch such a film?
1: We do have the Wonderful Parents Guide from IMDb. Okay. Sex and nudity. You're going to be disappointed again. How None. Not
0: even Lyndall Hamilton's boobies?
1: Nope.
0: I don't even know if we got to see them in the Terminator movies. I don't think we did. We got to see her do some amazing pull-ups, though.
1: Yeah. There's a make-out scene, some flirting, and then uh, a woman says she has two things a guy can look at and references her breasts.
0: Oh, my God.
1: But it's only a reference. Oh, my God. The violence and gore? Okay. Severe. Okay. Several adults are killed. Excellent. A teen cuts themselves and drains blood into a cup. Wonderful. Kids, teens, and adults commit violence, including stabbings and beatings against each other.
0: Sounds like a good plan.
1: A child is stabbed and then hit by a car. His neck is torn open with flesh and blood. Graphic. Wonderful. A person is burned up by a demonic creature. Hmm. This is shown as a cartoon animated slime of sorts creeping over the first person's body.
0: Not much, just giving stuff away. Yeah, well, it's that's pretty. It sounds pretty severe, John. I don't know about that.
1: Profanity is mild. Oh, that's good. Few uses of shit, hell, and damn. Wow. Alcohol, drugs, and smoking is mild. Oh. Cigarettes and whiskey.
0: Admit that children should not be having cigarettes and whiskey.
1: Frightening and intense scenes are moderate. <laughs> Most of the movie might frighten some. It's scary and intense in some parts, but not very scary at all.
0: That's an odd thing to say, because the problem is just like, it's not that scary, except for the part where you have horrible nightmares for weeks.
1: Oh. Well, we'll find out. I
0: <laughs> well, I'm excited about watching this movie. Are you?
1: Yeah, I haven't seen this in quite a long time. I remember liking it a lot.
0: No, I, I, I have seen so many Children of the Corn movies, and I'm not sure I've seen this one. So I I'm really looking forward to watching this. How I, old were you when you watched Children of the Corn the first time you think?
1: Probably about six to eight.
0: Okay, so you were really young. So I know that I was probably around that age range when I first saw a Children of the Corn movie, but I don't know that I've ever seen this Children of the Corn movie.
1: I don't think I've seen any other one besides this one. Yeah. Yeah. Looking at the titles of some of these, I might have saw bits and pieces. I feel of like
0: some. there were some made-for-TV Children of the Corn movies that I have seen.
1: The ones that I looked up were not made for TV. None of them were. Oh, really? Yeah. They were all ones that I remember hearing about, but...
0: Well, you know who we need to talk to? Steven? Steven. We should have him on the next podcast. What do you think?
1: Yeah, we could probably do that.
0: Let's just, like, decide... Let's announce (laughs) it now, and we'll just tell him that he's going to be on the next podcast. On the
1: next what? Do you remember what the next... uh, I
0: don't. What's the next podcast?
1: I have a... Right here?
0: (laughs) Sorry, Steve. I don't think he listens to our podcast.
1: We haven't chosen it yet because it's the Shutter Essential.
0: Oh, it's the Shutter Essential. We could just inform him what we're watching after that. That's wonderful. I love it. Okay, so Steve, if you're listening to this surprise, (laughs) I'm just going to... Should we just, like, call him (laughs) when we're recording the next podcast and be like, hey, Steve, okay, turn on Shutter Essentials. Okay.
1: You know what? What? I was flipping through just to see... Like uh, the Children of the Corn movies, you know what they. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is the highest rated one.
0: Oh my God, 5.6 is the highest.
1: Look at part six on the tomato meter.
0: Zero? <laughs> okay, well, I'm excited to watch this movie with you, husband.
1: Yeah, we'll have to go through all these and see if six is really yeah. bad.
0: Yeah. All right, should we keep going? Yeah. All right, let's go. John, it's so scary. There's so many dead people.
1: The kids have poisoned
0: all the coffee. Mm
1: -hmm. The parents' guide has failed us again.
0: I know. The kids have poisoned the coffee, and then also the kids have also started hacking people away that were not drinking coffee and cutting throats. And there's a creepy kid with a weird hat.
1: That girl's under 18?
0: The weird old waitress is under 18? There's a kid that ordered a milkshake that's very surprised. (laughs) Yeah. And all the kids are, like, wandering off. What just happened? It happened everywhere in Gatton, oh, it's a kid doing an over thing and there's like a, a little girl that's pictures. dreaming and she's drawing shit. Okay, let's keep going. So much has happened. It's, well, but not really.
1: No, nothing is really.
0: We're 14 minutes and 40 seconds in. Yeah. And right now we're pausing Lyndall Hamilton... And Peter Horton, who are the two adults. They're, like, in their late 20s, right?
1: Yeah. 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 figured that out. And
0: so they're boning in the beginning in a hotel. Thank you for walking in the microphone, Loki. That's very helpful. You're very good at this podcasting business. But um, so they were having sex in a hotel room. It's his birthday, blah, blah, blah. But um, now they're listening to some... What I like is it's auspicious. They've gone into Nebraska. There's cornfields all around them. And they're listening to some Christian revivalist types of, uh, of stuff, like, on the radio, and they're making fun of it. Yeah. And they're making silly, like, kind of over-the-top kind of statements about it. And I find that interesting about what's going to happen. So we also got to see, as we mentioned before, how, like, all those people died. Yeah. Right? And so we have three kids talking to each other. One's a little girl. One's a little boy. And one's like the slightly older boy who's running away. He's not going to bring his siblings because he thinks he can get away better if he's not with them. So he's got his, he's holding a freaking suitcase in his hands because it's the olden days. And he's running through the corn to try to get out and away from them. Yeah. At the same time, we cut to these two knuckle chuckleheads driving down the road, not paying attention to the street.
1: Yeah. How do you
0: think that's going to go?
1: I'm sure
0: it'll be fine. Okay, let's keep going. They just ran over the kid because they were looking at the map. Like, where's this Gatlin we've been seeing? The The village that, that all the kids killed all the adults in, and apparently the map, map, map makers were like, it's fine, we don't need to include this anymore. No one needs to check in this. The government doesn't need to check the taxes. It's fine. But the little kid that had run away got distracted and was looking around in the corn, instead of running towards the road like he should have been, he got himself neck cut. Yeah. He ran out into the middle of the road and you know what else he got himself
1: hit by a car.
0: Hit by a car.
1: Look, All right. It looked pretty brutal too.
0: Pretty brutal, yeah. It like they had him get hit by the front of the car, go under the car, and hit the back wheel and pop up in the air. It was pretty great. Yeah. That's definitely a dead kid. What do you think, John? I think so. All right, let's keep going. John? Yes? I'm sorry you think those kids don't respect their elders.
1: I think that's the plot of the movie.
0: Oh, shit, you're right. 35 minutes and 34 seconds in, what do you think has happened?
1: Uh, I think these children are trying to take out as many adults as possible. Oh, yeah? Yeah, they went through a whole, or tried to go through a whole town.
0: The two naughty kids that saw their brother go off to try to run away were playing Monopoly and listening to music. They get caught by a creepy kid named Malachi who has red hair. Yeah. What does that tell you?
1: That means he should be in charge?
0: No, it means he's evil. And they take him to the creepy cult leader that has black hair who says, nope, let him go back to their house, it's fine. But then he sends them all to go kill the old man, which is just like random dude outside the corn that is working on an old car and meanwhile linda hamilton and her boyfriend are like still driving around with a dead kid in their car because they've run into him
1: yeah that trunk's gonna start stinking
0: so the kid that got his throat slit ran out into the road got hit by linda hamilton and her boyfriend they put him in the back of her car of their car and they're looking for not Gatlin, which is the town that disappeared, but they're looking for Hemingford,
1: which is. Uh, the place where Mother Abigail was from. Mother in the Abigail
0: was from in the stand, and she should be there right now! But unfortunately, all these creepy kids have changed all the road signs. Yeah. So they keep going to the wrong place, even though they have a map. But the map is like, they kind of indicated the map they have, they're in like the top west corner of the map, so it's harder to tell where things are.
1: Yeah.
0: Quite the drama, huh? Yeah. Should we keep going? Yeah. All right, let's go. I think these two adults are going to get themselves killed.
1: Mm, What leads you to think that?
0: Because they're idiots, and they're just wandering around, not noticing any problems. They've split
1: up. It's a smart thing to do in a horror movie.
0: Yeah, they split up. The thing is, they know there's been a murder. Yeah. Right? They found some kids... And they found a dead kid, but he's wandering around on his own. Linda's around on her own with the one of the creepy little girls drawing pictures. It's the whole thing.
1: But I, you got to be so intrigued by a town. There's corn
0: stalks everywhere. Just an
1: empty town.
0: I mean, it's intriguing, but it also seems like it's all kind of on them that they're kind of going to get themselves killed. Yeah. It's like... Also, people walking in and stealthily... When there's no other human sounds, I feel like you'd be able to hear that because it'd be so unusual sounding. Possibly. Just corn stalks everywhere. They don't. It's all malarkey, John. John, this is wild. It is wild. They don't make enough babies to rep- replenish the population of children that are killing themselves when they're 19. Not yet. But you said something intriguing about the generations.
1: Well, I said that these are mostly boomers.
0: And the boomers, okay. Okay, boomers, is what they say.
1: <laughs> yeah. But,
0: the boomers are calling the shots, you say.
1: Yeah, there's some Gen Xers that are young, young children here.
0: Yeah, there's like baby Gen Xers. Now, 1985 is when you get to millennials. I don't think this village is going to have many millennials. The idea is that they're supposed to, like, make babies. So, they killed all the adults. And when you turn 19, you have to sacrifice yourself to the, the he who mocks amongst the rows. Or behind the rows.
1: Yeah. But now that actually you mentioned that. Yeah? I think these are all Gen Xers. Yeah? Yeah.
0: Someone that was 19 in 1984? Yeah. They would have been I'm born... Because i on the
1: tail end of Generation X. Yeah. Yes.
0: Generation X.
1: Is those born between 65 and 1980.
0: Oh, shit. These are all
1: Xers. Xers wouldn't do this.
0: That's their one. They're Generation Xers. Well, I know.
1: That's why this is fiction.
0: Oh, wow. I feel like they would because they are pretty self-centered.
1: Gen Xers are not. I think so. We're the kindest, most gentlest people on the planet.
0: I mean, you're the kindest, most gentlest person on the planet, but I think a lot of Gen Xers like to claim that boomers are the ones destroying the world. Yeah. When, in fact, they're the ones
1: destroying the world. Now,
0: Yes. Uh, yes. No. I'm just over here being my millennial self, eating avocado have, toast.
1: We have never had a Gen Xer in charge of this country.
0: Not yet. Is no. Kamala Harris technically an Xer or a boomer? How old is she?
1: I have no idea, but she's not in charge of shit.
0: She was for like a minute when uh, Biden <laughs> was getting a, a thing. Biden, Joe Biden, got a poop scooper scope. So
1: what did I say? What did I say? Gen X was 1960. Yeah,
0: 1965.
1: 1965? The, no, she is still a boomer.
0: Whoa! What when was she
1: born? 64.
0: 64 and another boomer. Am I right?
1: Yeah. Okay, boomer.
0: Okay, boomer. Should we keep going? Yep. so the end of this movie it just says the end but it's still going on like we have the scrolling of everything and then so the two the couple miraculously have survived along with this child the, the boy and the girl child that were the younger children of the kid that's dead in the back of the car that they've just left in town completely forgetting about him
1: yeah well there's a probably dead girl in the front seat now too
0: yeah she tried to kill him at the end and it didn't work out
1: yeah
0: so john do you want like it's been an hour or something like that since they paused it's a good movie so do you want to summarize so let me hear your summary
1: well, the whole bunch of shenanigans of children trying to catch the Outlanders and
0: Outlander, I have your woman.
1: And some oddly real prophecy by them. Yep. Like the she's
0: got the shine.
1: The deity coming to get Isaac, who comes back from the dead to get Malachi. Yep. Yeah, it's uh, it's quite a ride.
0: That's the thing about the short story. Like, so they they establish in the movie too. That there's, like, a scroll that has everyone's names on it. And it has their, like, born name and their new name that they got once they converted. And it's got to be a Bible name, you know? Yeah. (laughs) But it has their birth, their rebirth, and then when they die. And they have to kill themselves at 18 or die at 18.
1: The first day of their 19th year.
0: Yeah, the first day of their 19th year. And in the shorts, So there's, like, a kid that's agreed to this, right?
1: Yeah, he was excited.
0: He was excited. That's the part of it. In the short story, this had been going on for some time. And you could see when some of them had had children of their own. Yeah. But they still have to die at, like, 19 or 18 or whatever. And in the book, Isaac tells everybody that they have to all start killing each other at 16. You know, it's like they lost a year or two because of, like, God being mad. And an interesting thing about this is that, like, in both the... In both the book, or the short story, and the movie, it's a real demon that lives in the corn. Yes. Like, they're all crazy cult people, but there is a bad guy that lives in the corn that likes to kill people. Yeah. It's pretty wild.
1: It is. I kind of like that when they do, when especially when Stephen King does that, where it's like, you think it's nuts, you think it's nuts, and at the end, it's real.
0: You know, it's like in Cujo. Cujo is a book where Cujo is just a good dog that got rabies, right? Yep. But at the same time, one of the kids in the book has a monster in his closet and is a real goddamn monster. Yeah. Unrelated. It just is an actual, honest-to-God mm. demon that lives in his fucking closet, unrelated to the rest of everything going on, except that makes the kid scared.
1: Yep. Sounds right. It's
0: wild. So, John, what do you give this film? Do you give it a, a 5.5 or whatever?
1: No, I actually really like this one.
0: I don't understand why it's so low. Like, all the people complaining about the kid actors, they were great.
1: Yeah, Isaac was creepy as all hell. Yeah,
0: we were looking up the actor that played Isaac to see, like, how old this kid guy must have been. But then we saw pictures of of him as an adult, and it's like, he looks the same but older. So it's hard to tell if he's already an old man, an old man child in this. He did a great job.
1: Yeah. I mean, the main character guy might have been a little subpar, maybe? Yeah. But everybody else was fine.
0: Yeah, Linda was great. Not enough Linda.
1: A little Linda, like she's your friend and you know her. You know her really well. On you a know, first name basis with Linda.
0: I liked it. I recommend it. Did I like it as much as Bride of Frankenstein?
1: No. No. But, I, I don't think anybody would ever put Children of the Corn up to Bride of Frankenstein. That's, no,
0: it wouldn't be fair.
1: No. It and is what it's supposed to be. Yeah. It's a, it's a, a tongue-in-cheek 80s horror movie. Yeah. With creepy kids.
0: Totally creepy kids. Now here's a question, John. We have already decided that we're going to make my brother join us. Yep. Next time. Ooh, we got consent after the fact. I'm trying to take medicine. I don't know why. I just, I don't know what I did with the, the cold medicine. Is <laughs> over there?
1: I thought I saw it somewhere, but...
0: I'll figure it out later.
1: But that was not, <laughs> not what you wanted.
0: No, I won't call medicine. Anyway, so, uh, but Stephen got to decide because we we're doing a shuttle Essential. Sh- shutter essential. Yes. And he got to decide. Yep. You were hoping he'd say Hellraiser.
1: Or Phantasm.
0: But he didn't say either. He said Dawn of the Dead.
1: Which is a close third. It's, oh, it's my bronze, bronze medal. A
0: 1978 film. Yes. Should we watch the preview?
1: Yeah, we can. Let's do it. I'll put the trailer on right now.
0: Put it on your butt? N-
1: nope, on my, my laptop. Yep, yeah, put it on your butt. Oh. In nineteen sixty-eight, George Romero brought us Night of the Living Dead. It became the classic horror film of its time. Not room, not room! I know. Now, George Romero brings well, up complicated.
0: And intensely shocking technology experience for all times. She gets up and kills. The people it kills get up and kill. Oh no. The situation must be controlled before it's too late. They are
1: multiplying too rapidly. Oh no. Dawn of the dead. Dawn of the dead. Roof at 9 I don't believe we're it. What? We got to survive. Somebody's got to survive. They kill for one reason. They kill for food. They eat their victims.
0: Nom nam nam nam. They kill for food, John.
1: Has gone yeah. wrong.
0: Oh, here's some hands. She Famous scenes.
1: Yeah, that was very reminiscent of Night of the Living Dead.
0: So George Romero did Night of the Living Dead? Yes. And that's the one that's black and white and in the house and they kill the black guy in the end because it's like Never. a racism thing?
1: It's a racism thing? Because
0: it's a bunch of white guys that kill the black guy because they just see a black guy and they're like, yeah, black guy!
1: No. He actually does pretty well in that movie.
0: No, he does really well. There are some racists. He survives the last. Oh no, I should get back by her husband!
1: post
0: Oh, I place? like a... Oh, it's in a mall. Mall of America.
1: The mall of America mall? didn't exist yet. What are they
0: doing? Well, Why it's it they in a mall. You? It
1: is. see. What they used to do. This was
0: an important place in
1: their lives.
0: It was an important place. Ten years later, it's all about consumerism, John. Oh, no! Wow, someone's, like, in a group of, uh, like, by a bunch of pipes, and he's trying to shoot a zombie. We
1: have spawned our own savagery. Soon, it will consume us all. Do
0: you think that was heard on the microphone? It
1: was horrible, hauntingly That
0: was really loud.
1: <laughs>
0: John farted, everybody. <laughs> it was John. It was
1: not I. It
0: was John. No.
1: <laughs>
0: I think it was John. Oh, no, it's a zombie in the bed. Dead. he's mad oh, the we are oh no
1: we are down
0: to the line Dawn. oh no down of, of the dead john
1: yeah
0: my favorite so, one of my fa- there's no explicit sex scenes
1: Oh, uh, you already spoiled the the parent thing for next well it's
0: what it's says so on the thing i know well i know this is a pretty short episode today
1: it is but you that's know, fine
0: it was a pretty fun movie. It was ninety three minutes long, so the movie's a little shorter than our normal ones. Yeah. And I'm tired and I have a cold.
1: Yep, fair enough.
0: Yeah, fair enough. Well, if people wanted to tell me their remedies for colds, how would they get to me?
1: Well they can get to you at uh up to and including death at gmail dot com.
0: Okay, but if they want to tell you how much they liked our podcast or
1: Or sympathize with me.
0: Oh, ho, ho. it's
1: uh, up to an ID at all the socials, and that's with the number two.
0: <laughs> oh, we have a website, too.
1: Oh, yeah, up to and including death.com.
0: I think that they might want to sympathize with me on our socials. Do you delete those? Delete what? When people message me on socials,
1: they don't message you on socials. Oh, I think they do. No one ever has.
0: I bet they will. All right, well, there's just two things left to do husband. Uh, stay scared. And stay married. Goodbye. Hi there. Trish here. John and I are so glad you've decided to listen to this episode. To contact us, Please email up to and including death at gmail.com or hit us up on our socials up to and ID at just about everywhere Facebook, Twitter, Instagram and that's up to and ID and that too is the number two. If you have a moment, it'd be great if you can review us on iTunes as long as it's five stars. <laughs> Thank you to Stefan Kartenberg for the use of his song Fire and Ice in the intro and outro in the middle of our program. Uh, Fire and Ice is a rock mix by Stefan Cartenberg, K- Stephen copyright 2017, licensed under a Creative Commons Attribution Sharealike 3.0 license. Thank you. Goodbye.